Hi everyone. Self-awareness is the secret sauce you can use in achieving success in your career and relationships. It ties into your ability to be confident, exhibit emotional intelligence, and demonstrate understanding. And it is a skill that you can practice and develop. In this live stream session, Ms. Teresa will share with us why know yourself and how is it important to other aspects of your life. How can we know ourselves? Is knowing ourselves a lifelong journey or it only happens periodically? What are some steps to practice self-awareness? And finally, what are some barriers to stop us from knowing ourselves? Ms. Teresa, she is a certified world-class speaking coach, trainer, speaker, and she has traveled the world helping people to be heard, understood, and remembered. She uncovers your hidden talents so that you can present at your best and walk away from your fears. And she is also the co-author of the first Amazon.com best-selling book, World Class Speaking in Action. Hello, Ms. Teresa. Welcome to your TEIY education session. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested, Ms. Teresa, why we would like to talk about Know Yourself topic today and how is it important to our audience? You know, um, getting to know ourselves is probably one of the most important things that we should do. And when we are kids, we do it naturally. We, we sit there and we explore and we dream and we actually just be. And, and we don't think about anything stopping us. We don't have any barriers in the way. We just go out there and we, we, we find ourselves. And then what happens is we go into adolescence and an adulthood. We get into high school or we get into a job and we think we have to conform. And, mm -hmm. and something really strange happens at that time. And we start to kind of cover ourselves up. And we become something that we think everybody else wants us to be. We follow the crowd. We, we start to conform to the way other people think we should look. And we even start to, to hide our own opinion about ourselves. And, and when we do that, that kind of destroys um, the person that you are really meant to be. And, and what I really want people to understand is it's time to go back to your childhood. It's time to go back to that time when you were that little girl or that little boy and, and you knew exactly what you wanted to do. You got on that, that, that bicycle and you made your way down the road playing whatever that, 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 um, that play, play uh, make-believe was. Um, I know that when I was growing up, I always wanted to be, I wanted to be the best at everything. I, I grew up with four, with four of us, three sisters, and I was the middle kind of, there was two of us in the middle. I was the number three child. And you always had to fight for anything to get anything because everything, you know, by the time everything got down to me, mama passed all the clothes down uh, through the, through the girls. So by the third person, uh, I was, I was, you know, I was looking pretty ragged. So even at that point, I realized that I did not want to be like that. I wanted to have my own clothes and my own, my own look and, and, and all of that. But it was, <laughs> it was really um, strange to, to realize that, you know, once, once I got into that school and, and, and I had to fend for myself, 
um, I fell into that trap as well. We all fall into the trap of just just being like everybody else. And and what what that tends to do to us is it, it tends to just take us away from being that real person we want to be. So I want us to get back to the kid, get back to the kid that we that we so desperately need to to be. Because then you actually understand who you are, what you really want to be, and where mm. you want to see your life going. Miss yeah. mm. Teresa, I have a point here that I would like to dive deep in into that point. Why do we fall into the trap of being like everybody else? Do you know it, it's psychological because mm. there are um, there are a lot of um, things that we're taught when we're younger, um, especially if, where I came from. You, if you were a child, you were seen and not heard. So you were told, you know, just go and be quiet. And so we have we have inbuilt um, pressures on us mm -hmm. to be a certain way, and mm -hmm. and don't be this individual. Don't be this person that is is pushing the boundaries. Stay in the box, and and that that goes from our childhood through primary school through high school and then even in work and we do it without even realizing it we just think we're following a pattern so it's it's really important to uncover that pattern and and realize oh my god i need to stop doing this right and and that comes with a lot of self-assessment mm, yeah how can we come to that moment that we just aware that we just like everybody else and it's time to be ourselves how can well, we know that moment is coming do you know um i can talk from personal experience i um i i got married at 20 i had two babies by the time i was 25 and then by the time i was 30 all i was known as was mom or wife or taxi driver yeah <laughs> and and i thought i know oh, i'm so much more than that mm -hmm. I'm so much more than that yeah. and and that's when i started to take a really long hard look at myself and 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 it will be something that clicks in your mind that says hey it, it's time to start looking at you as well as everything around you. I know a mom is gonna take care of the baby. She's gonna look after the kids, uh, the dad as well. You do, you do certain things that keep the family together, but, but it's, it's, it's really important that you don't let that be the, the one and only thing that you focus on. Because if you're gonna be the best mom that you can be, you need to be the best you that you can be mm -hmm. as well. And, and the same goes for any other, uh, you know, the best teacher that you can be or the best doctor you can be. It's understanding who you really are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. Now we understand the importance of knowing who we are. As a parent, how can we nurture a kid to be who they are? How can we help our kids? Nurture. Yeah, help our kids to be who they are. Yeah, um, I, you know, I have three grandsons. There are three mm -hmm. and five and one is nine months. So, oh, um, and, and, you know, at, at that age, that's a beautiful age, three and five, especially, because they are now discovering who they really are going to be. They say our personalities are formed by the age of five. So, you know, if 
from that early stage, from that nine months even, mm. uh, allowing them to do whatever they can to uncover, to play, to imagine, to be creative, to mm. to give them no boundaries, give them no barriers. I mean, there obviously has to be certain boundaries to keep them safe, but allow them to explore the different things they want to do. You know, even though they're boys, um, they're, they're, one of them really loves taking care of the baby dolls and cooking food and and cleaning house. I mean, <laughs> they they and it and it's allowing them that freedom to mm. to see every every part of what life could be for them or what they would like to to see it be for them in the future. Um, I, I I say creative play is is probably the best thing for kids, especially to uncover who they are who they are and who they're going to be. Mm. So that is the first way. And sometimes miss, we have some prejudice as uh, educators or parents. We may embed those prejudice into our kids and we shape the kids to be who we want. But actually that is not to be who they want to be. So in that way, how can we educate ourselves to make sure that we can nurture students or kids to be who they are? And, you know, I mean, that's that's uh, being knowledgeable about mm -hmm. what what our our children are growing up and what our world is is dealing with today, because we've got all all kinds of identity um, um, issues that are happening, uh, gender identities and um, people deciding I want to be a girl or I want to be a boy. or I'm in the right body or I'm not in the right body. But, you know, as as we we have grown up through the years, I I remember being a tomboy when I was a little girl, and mm -hmm. you can't call a little girl a tomboy anymore. It's oh maybe she's exploring her masculine side, or if if the little boy wants to play with dolls, he's experiencing his feminine side. But we we as 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 humans, we all go through different stages in our life of of exploring different uh, 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 different ways of, of being, uh, mm -hmm. understanding um, the feminine side, understanding the masculine side, understanding mm -hmm. that um, we all have a, you know, we are made up of X and Y chromosomes, right? So, so it's, it's, it's really important to not to, to constrict people from exploring. Uh, I, I believe exploring is a, is a good thing. Um, and I think eventually we we work our way through this exploration, and and it it helps us identify exactly who we who we're going to be when we mm -hmm. when we do become that adult in life, whether that's at eighteen or twenty five or fifty. Yeah, um, but exploration is has always been exploration and experimentation. That's part of life, mm -hmm. and and we shouldn't restrict people from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, after I understand myself, I know myself already. What is the next step, Miss? To be like to discover the one that who we want to be, to be self, um, to the full self. Yeah. Well, um, I know I went through I went through a really crazy time when I was uh, running for a, an elected position on a board of directors, and mm -hmm. I had I had run for this particular position. Um, 
um, one particular year in 2013 and I wasn't successful. And, and I realized there and then that I was approaching this particular position in a very bad, um, bad way. I was mm -hmm. doing it as a, a tick box exercise. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I've just got to do this. This is the next step, right? And, it, and it's not, it, it can't be that way. Um, you have to understand who you are, why you're doing this, what you want to accomplish and what, what you will be able to add impact to for the organization that you're you're running for this office for and and so what i wound up doing is i wound up working with a, a leadership and a communications coach to actually uncover my vulnerabilities my um barriers things that i was putting in front of myself that was stopping me from understanding who i was i i had this facade on and this was, you know, just that's not that long ago. 2013 is just, you know, hop, skip and a jump back in back in the past. Mm -hmm. So I, I realized even though I had come a very long way from when I was just that mom and that taxi driver, um, I, I now realized that there was something more that I needed to understand about me in order to pursue that dream that I was really, really wanting to pursue. And, and so working with, with this coach, we looked at, we looked at things that um, I, would, I would take for granted or I would say silly things. She would ask me a question and I would answer it and, and, and she would say, well, that's not really what I'm looking for. And I would go, yeah, that's kind of a stupid answer, isn't it? I'm sorry, I'm really stupid. And I would say, I would say that I'm really stupid. And she would go, stop right now, Teresa. You are not stupid. Mm -hmm. And you need to own the fact that you just have a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So we uncovered a lot of things that were getting in my way, getting mm -hmm. in my way of being authentic and mm -hmm. being genuine when it came to dealing with people, answering questions, mm -hmm. going through interviews. Uh, and, and, and that particular coaching really was, was key for me to uncover the real Teresa. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and once I did, I was able to see the Teresa I was when I was 18. I was 19, I was 20. It was like that Teresa I was before I got married, before I had kids. Mm -hmm. And, and it brought it all back. Uh, and I, and I and, and, and it's weird because you think, how do you lose it so quickly? And it's because the world takes over, life takes over, things get in the way. Mm. So we need to stop allowing things to get in the way and start to self-assess. Um, and, and that's what I started doing. I did a lot of digging deep, digging mm. deep into who I was and how I felt and how I reacted to other people. Mm. or how I didn't react to them. And, and I think that's probably one of the biggest things of getting to know who you are. It's understanding that if you really want to know who you are, then you have to accept what other people think about you, their mm. perception of you, mm. because you can't just, can't be just what you think, right? Because you have an impact on other people that are around you, your parents, yeah. your, your family, um, your colleagues, uh, people you work with. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, you've got to take all of that in on board and use all of it to kind of dig deep and uncover those things that are blocking you from being who you truly want to be. 
Mm, I understand. So let's recap the point that Miss Tira just shared with, with us. Then whenever you would like to know who you are, you might want to look back on the past uh, in each period of your life and then you understand why did you act like that. And then you just summarize and consolidate the whole journey together to understand that person. That is how you can have that self-assessment and understand who you are within the past uh, like few years. Yeah. Yeah. You I might see. not have as far back to go as me. <laughs> I have quite a few years, a few decades to go back. <laughs> yeah, right. Like 50 years. <laughs> yeah. I could go further. <laughs> but you still, you still look young, don't worry, Mr. Tibbs. Oh, nice. That's lovely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I have a, a question here, Ms. Teresa. Some people, uh, this question is related to anxiety in public speaking and communication. Uh, some people said that the reason why we are nervous on on stage or in front of other people whenever we speak, just because we are afraid of other people's judgment. Mm. And one of the reasons why we are afraid of other people's judgment is because we don't understand ourselves enough. So that's why we are afraid. So what do you think about that point? Oh, I totally agree. Um, I've been I've been training and coaching since before 2009, mm -hmm. and every single person that I work with, they are scared to death that people are going to judge them, that mm -hmm. their opinion isn't important. That why do they want to listen to me? It's just me, mm -hmm. and and that all comes down to their lack of self belief. They haven't owned the fact that they are knowledgeable. They are probably an expert in their field but they're they're scared to to actually own it and and put it across in a way that that people will believe them and and when we when we get up there and we're scared and we're nervous and you know we kind of deliver it and it's like well I think this is what I mean it, it comes across really inauthentic and and the people that are listening to you will not believe what you're saying even if what you're saying is true so right. It's um, it's something that I went through. It's kind of like that imposter syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where you 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 think I'm not good enough. I'm there's you know I am just me. And I used to have that. I used to have that a lot. Where I, I thought, why do they want to listen to me? When I was in my corporate job um, in um, in in London, uh, they the the first management role that I took on. They said, here, Teresa, this is a brilliant project for you. I'm going to give you a week. Go and research this company and come back to us with all of your analysis of it. How are they as far as our competitor is concerned? What are their pluses and their minuses or whatever? And um, <clears throat> I went away and I did that. And I brought it back to my line manager and I said, here, this is what I think. And I was delivering it to him and I'm going, but you already know all of this stuff. You don't need my opinion, you know, um, you know here <laughs> and he looked at me and he went Teresa I didn't do the research I didn't mm. look all that information up I wasn't the one that that analyzed it and said this is my take on it you did that you're the expert so now you need to own it and once you own it then you will never be afraid to to own that and push it out there as your own work and that was probably the best advice I'd ever gotten from a, a boss before um, giving me that opportunity to be a little mm. bit vulnerable at the beginning but but then to realize yeah I am doing the work I shouldn't mm. be giving any excuses to say hey this isn't important you know it's just my work 
Well, it is important because it is my work and I did spend time on it. And until you get your mind into that mindset, uh, a, a lot of us just still hide from owning our opinion. And, mm -hmm. and, it, and it comes down to the fact that we don't want people to think that we are incorrect or that we are criticizing or, mm -hmm. or that our, we're bragging. Yeah. And, and we get that a lot in the UK. People don't like to brag. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going, but you did the work and you're really good at this. Why aren't you shouting it from the rooftops? I get, I get this from a lot of people that I, I, I work with on interviews. They don't want to sell their strengths. They think, oh, I can't, I, I, I can't tell you about this brewing experience I just went mm -hmm. through because it'll sound like I've got a big head, uh, mm -hmm. that I'm bragging and I'm arrogant. But it, but it's not. It shows that that you are completely aware of your abilities and your potential, and that's what this self awareness is all about: being aware of your potential and your abilities and capabilities when you push for that job or that 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 um, position that you really want um, for for your future and your present, mm -hmm. even. Yeah. So that is a very impressive story that we can learn from that we accept not only our weaknesses, but we also accept our strengths because that's part of who you are. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> it, it, it's quite interesting that, you know, we mm. think that if, if we um, express our weaknesses or our vulnerabilities, that that shows that that we're not very good uh, mm -hmm. but actually it's the opposite if you can recognize your weaknesses and you can show how you are working on them or that or you can show that you're vulnerable that that actually gives across to the people that you're dealing with whether it's a boss or it's people um, in your family that 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 you are real that um, that we're, we're, we're seeing the real person and not the facade that a lot of people put on when, mm. when they're dealing um, with with talking about these different things. Yeah, whether it's a strength or a weakness. But I I always um, I always get people to own 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 whatever it is that that they are going through because that experience that you go through helps you evolve and and move into a, a different person. Um, that mm. you're you're going for um, <clears throat> because we are we're an ongoing um, work in progress right mm. it, it's not something that we do once we don't yes. look at ourselves once and think yeah I'm done this is who mm. I am this is where I'm going it is something that we are continuously uh, checking in on ourselves for so it's it's important that we we make sure that we allow ourselves to continuous continue to grow and evolve um and not just stop after we think yep i'm done because i could have stopped in 2013 but mm -hmm. uh, i've i've never stopped i keep self-assessing and mm -hmm. and uh, analyzing what i've gone through and what i'm doing but then also putting in place a plan and taking action make it happen yeah. Mm. So that means that uh, knowing yourself, discovering who you are, is a lifelong journey, right? And it may mm. take through the whole life you do that process, and it doesn't stop at any time. Yeah. Mm. Um, it shouldn't stop at any time. 
but yeah. I think uh, we get stuck in ruts sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> sorry, we, we get stuck because life gets in the way and we're doing work. We're taking care of the, the house, we're taking care of the family. Mm -hmm. um, we, we've got to pay the bills and, mm -hmm. and we forget about who we, who we really want to be. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we have to stop. I just want to say, stop, <laughs> stop and smell the roses, stop and, um, look inside, uh, to figure out where you, who you are, where you want to be. Mm, I see. So the vacation mode is coming. Do you think that's the right time for us to go back to who we really are? I'm sorry, I missed that. Say that again. Okay. The vacation, because we are coming to have vacation at the end of this year soon. We are in vacation mode right now. And do you think that is the right time to unplug and we go back to ourselves? We go with them. So you're saying vocation or vacation? Vacation. Uh, like a trip? Like yeah, right. Holiday. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, um, if we're getting a chance to to take a trip and, and travel and mm. and go and see different places, oh, my gosh. Why, why would you um, go somewhere where you really don't care about or mm. you think isn't going to... Um, give you something to make you a, a, an even more um, a stronger person. So mm -hmm. I, I think about the different places that I would love to go. And, um, you know, on, on my list at the moment, I've never been to Alaska. Um, mm -hmm. It's a bit cold, though. Yeah, really cold there. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it would show me a different way of life than I've ever, ever experienced before. And for me, that would give me growth. So when I think about holidays, I think about um, things that I can I can gain from that holiday, mm -hmm. lessons that I can learn, and things that will will make me an even better person, uh, mm -hmm. someone who who will have a, a bit more knowledge uh, mm -hmm. about the world, uh, a bit more information about the cultures mm -hmm. that I've visited. And I've been lucky. I, I've really been lucky because I've had a chance to to travel to many different places through the organization Toastmasters, and I um I got to go to Saudi Arabia, which I never thought I would go. Um, I never thought I would ever get that chance, but it gave me a really brilliant insight to the culture, and how women um are 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 being empowered now more than ever in that country. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to visit um, uh, South Africa and go through the Nelson Mandela um, uh, Museum and mm. understand what what was going on with apartheid there, uh, with with uh, you know um, racism and and everything that's happened there. Mm. And I was raised in North Carolina in the states, so um, being able to see so many different cultures and understand what they're going through that just makes you a more well-rounded person. So holidays are important. Get to uncover some of those things that you think this is really what I want to do. For me, this would this would help me think about a, a, a potential career in a different way or um, a different experience that I've never ever had before. Getting to know a culture and understand their way of of life. Mm -hmm. um, 
so so yes absolutely vacation mm -hmm. time is a definite time to think about knowing who you are and where you really want to be <laughs> yeah definitely some people said to me that uh, holiday time that is the time for you to disconnect from technology and you totally dis dis disconnect from it yeah. and you don't even need to bring laptop to your mm -hmm. holiday because it may stop to discover who you really are it's um it, it's one of those things we are so used to having technology at our fingertips right we all have one of these right we all have a little mobile phone smartphone whatever mine's got mine's got my little my little grandbabies on it right <laughs> so, i carry it around for my babies right um but in in order to re-energize and to reevaluate yourself and to actually relax getting rid of all of this technology even for a week is is massive and mm -hmm. you will go back to things that you never thought you would before you'll learn mm -hmm. to write you'll 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 start to read more proper books not technology books right um holding them in your hands kind of books and i have loads of books they're all behind me um but it's it's that that real chance to uh, kind of get into your head a little bit more and enjoy what's around you i mean mm -hmm. the trees and the beach or the mountains or wherever it is that you are mm -hmm. this is this is the ideal time to get rid of that that phone that laptop a TV even, and just enjoy what's around you and the people that are there. Yep. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's a lifelong journey and your holiday brings new aspect, new perspective to your, to your mindset. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. What is your final message that you would like to share with our viewers tonight before we end this session? So I, th I think my final thing would be do not let barriers get in your way. Stop thinking about what your mom told you you should be. Start being that child again and understanding that you, you, have, you have freedom, you have the right to express yourself, and you have the, the, the right to be who you really, truly want to be. So start self-assessing, write down those really great things. There's one exercise that I, I really love to get people to do. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a really simple thing. It's free flow writing. So yeah. if you take a chance at every night for, let's say, five minutes, mm -hmm. free write, free flow write, that means you write and you don't think about it. And, mm -hmm. and what I want you to write is three, three questions. The first mm -hmm. one is, um, what do I hold true about myself? And you just write for five minutes. And it can be anything like, I hold true um, self-respect. I hold mm -hmm. true the security of family. I hold true mm -hmm. my belief in positivity. Okay, so that's the first one. Um, five minutes, free flow, write as much as possible. I and mean, you can do this exercise every single night and it will uncover more and more and more things about you. Second question is, what do I hold to be good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the third one is, what do I hold to be beautiful? 
-hmm. and you apply that to yourself personally. You can apply it to yourself. You could apply it to your job. But for this exercise, this is for you to understand who you really are. And those three free flow questions will yeah, actually yeah. help you get get underneath that that facade that you're you're playing with and, and will bring you into your true self. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. Yeah, thank you so much, Ms. Teresa, for being with us tonight. And I do appreciate so much for sharing with us that topic, Know Yourself. And we are empowered by the way that you shared with us. And I can feel that there is a charisma of calmness in you. After such a long journey that you've been discovering who you are, now you reach to the stage of calmness. Mm. And just accept yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it takes time, but um, it, it, it may take, it, it, it's an individual journey. So everybody has their own journey. So enjoy your journey. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. And hi, everyone. If you would like to contact Ms. Teresa for any further questions, you may want to check our comment section for the website and then you can contact her from there. So thank you so much for watching our education session tonight and I hope to see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, Ms. Teresa. Goodbye.